0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Possibility Podcast. My name is Mel Schwartz. I am your host and your thought provocateur. I've been practicing psychotherapy, couples counseling for over 25 years. I've written several books. The companion piece to this podcast is called The Possibility Principle, How Quantum Physics Can Improve the Way You Think, Relate, and Communicate. In every episode, I'm going to try to help you look at things differently, think differently, relate differently, and communicate differently so you can summon possibilities into your life. Think of this as a new philosophy, a new game plan for living. Please reach out to me, mel at melschwartz.com. Love to hear your feedback. So without further ado, let's move into today's episode, which is called The Gift of Forgiveness. Forgiveness is a very, very complex concept, or it's very, very simple. I find that things are either simple or complex. It depends upon how you want to look at it. Let's examine and explore this term forgiveness. For me, I typically begin with one's relationship with themselves, your relationship with yourself, my relationship with my own self. I think much of the damage around forgiveness or a lack of forgiveness has to do with our relationship with ourselves. You know, I have a real bird's eye view into people's lives, and I can see how we abuse ourselves, how we burden ourselves and beat ourselves up with beliefs and thoughts that limit us. We may have learned these in childhood. I refer to these as wave collapses, the idea of how we came to the beliefs we have. But forgiveness is a golden experience, but we're so hard on ourselves. We all do things we regret. We wish we had done differently. We didn't do them, but wish that we had. These nuances and contexts of how we experience life are altogether natural. But if you're one of those people who are hard on yourself, punitive, if your thoughts are not an ally to yourself, but if your thoughts are your own worst critic, then you know what I'm talking about. When you experience your life in such a brutal, critical way, you never experience forgiving yourself. Now, we'd all benefit from forgiving one another, but it starts with ourselves. When I'm talking about forgiving yourself or be gentle with yourself or kind and nurturing to yourself, you can hear it in the thoughts that inform your relationship with yourself. Sometimes people will tell me that their thought may actually sound like, you're so stupid. How could you have done that? You're such an idiot. Why would you think of that? In that case, when you're speaking to yourself in the second person, you are, I will ask somebody, whose voice is that? That is not a forgiving, gentle voice. That is a critical, judgmental voice. Listen to your thoughts. See your thoughts. Ask yourself why you're speaking to yourself so critically. If you verbally abuse yourself and beat yourself up, you are your own worst enemy. Your thoughts need to be your best ally, not your worst critic. If you're going to punish yourself, how do you think others will treat you? Or putting it differently, you want to treat yourself in a healthy way with significance to yourself, so that others can treat you that way as well. There are times when I am working in therapy with someone, I'm trying to see something differently, overcome an issue, and we've spent a long time. And then in a moment, there's a breakthrough. It comes, there's an insight, what I call a defining moment. The light is clear, everything is illuminated. And in that moment, the person I'm working with may default to one of two positions. They might say, I'm so excited. I finally see this differently. I'm in the clear now. Wow. And they feel gratitude for themselves. They're kind and gentle with themselves. Or they may have a thought that sounds like this. I can't believe this took me so long. What is wrong with me? We've been working on this for months, Mel. I should have gotten to this sooner. Can you see the problem there? They are not forgiving themselves. They're not being gentle with themselves. In fact, it's just the opposite. They're being unforgiving. They're being cruel. What's the purpose to beating yourself up? Well, let's look at the notion of regret. It's common to think back and reflect and regret something. Again, something I said or did, something I didn't do something I was too hasty or quick or reactive with, or something that I just had some misplaced thoughts and actions about. Now, regret serves a purpose. It provides us with an insight, a reflection. It helps us come into greater authenticity. So it makes sense to have a regret on occasion, but it makes no sense to turn that regret into a tool for invective for self-punishment. A close relative of regret is guilt. Guilt really serves no purpose, in my opinion. I can feel horribly or terribly about an interaction or an experience in the past, horribly about it. I regret it, I learned from it, and I would hope to move forward in a different way if I need to make amends to someone else or to myself. I should do so. But what possible benefit can come from punishing myself and carrying the burden of guilt? Guilt is a self-loathing. Again, for a moment in time, I feel guilty about what I said to you. I know it hurt you. That makes sense. But not to take that guilt and carry it with you for days, weeks, months, years, half a lifetime who benefits from that guilt? No one. So guilt and regret have a relationship with each other. Guilt that extends beyond momentary. It removes you from an authentic, kind, compassionate relationship with yourself. You know the expression, you can't love another if you don't love yourself. Basically true. Our experience of life is run through the filter of our relationship with ourself. So, In terms of forgiveness, regret, failure, start with yourself. Ask yourself, are my beliefs, are my thoughts my ally or my critic? Or do they lie somewhere in between? Now, unless you can say that my thoughts and beliefs are basically my ally, my friend, you have some work to do. We want to stop that automatic replay of critical thought, pause, and rethink. You know, thought is automatic. It comes at us, we don't even see it, and we think of our thoughts as being the truth. They are just old thoughts that are imprisoning us. So stop, look at the thought, look at how you're beating yourself up about a past event, an embarrassment, something you feel ashamed about, and decide to turn a corner, create a defining moment for yourself, and try some forgiveness for yourself. Forgiving yourself is the key to coming into a healthy relationship with yourself and a healthy relationship with others. Now, what about forgiving others who have done harm to us? They've insulted us consciously or unconsciously, intentionally or accidentally. Sometimes the question is, should I forgive somebody who doesn't deserve forgiveness? Excellent question. That's a matter of accountability. If you share with somebody how they've hurt you and they don't care how you feel, then you can say to yourself, there is no reason to forgive them. You may then choose to alter your relationship with them or actually move out of your relationship with them. But should you stay in a relationship with somebody who hurts you, is indifferent to punishing you, causing you pain emotionally or physically? That sounds like an abusive relationship. You should certainly have boundaries where you don't tolerate another to abuse you, to hurt you. There isn't a reason to, on the surface, forgive that person, but we're going to get to that in just a moment. What you want to do is set a boundary and not tolerate abuse, punishment, and hurtfulness. There's no reason for that. If you have hurt another and they're upset and angry with you, You want to hear them out. And remember, anger is a mask for fear, pain. These vulnerable emotions lie underneath the anger. So try to look under the anger, yours or the others, but create boundaries, certainly. But now let's think about holding on to anger toward another, even if you have removed them from your relationship. If you hold on to anger, anger is toxic. Thoughts and feelings, thoughts of abuse, emotional, verbal, wrongdoing, immediately create the accompanying feeling. Those thoughts and those feelings don't serve us. They give off toxins. The holder of the anger is punishing themselves. So whether you're still in a relationship with that person or no longer, if somebody gone, a deceased parent, Holding on to anger is toxic to you, not the other person. Choose not to be in a relationship if you must, but hold hold on to anger. The gift of forgiveness provides compassion for yourself. Now, compassion for yourself can lead to compassion for the other person. So a new way of looking at the person who has caused you harm and seems indifferent or in the circumstance that that person is no longer alive, you might really consider compassion. Again, boundaries are essential, but compassion requires forgiveness. They know not what they're doing. They have a block. They're not seeing properly. You want to forgive them on a deeper, more spiritual level, but make yourself safe, protect yourself from them. Anger, is toxic. Forgiveness frees yourself from the toxicity of anger and guilt. Regret, temporary feeling, may open you up to a healthier relationship with yourself and with others. Make distinctions between regret and guilt. Again, guilt makes no sense to carry with you. It's like putting a sack of bricks on your back and carrying them around all the time. And holding on to anger? Just imagine the emotional debris that is clogging you up when you hold on to anger. Now, you may ask yourself, or you may question me and ask, that sounds great, Mel, but how do you release the anger you feel towards someone else? I think what you need to do is reframe it. They hurt me, intentionally or unintentionally. Now, I've worked that through in my own perspective. I've spoken with them about it or I haven't spoken with them about it. But now what good does anger do me any longer? It steals the moments of joy and happiness and serenity from me. Why would I want to punish myself further? That's like double damage to myself. It makes no sense. Let the pain subside. Envision releasing it and release the anger. So the takeaway for today is the gift of forgiveness. Start with yourself. Forgive yourself for your imperfections. Forgive yourself for your past actions or lack of actions. Be kind and generous to yourself emotionally. Watch those critical thoughts. They are not your ally. They are, in fact, endangering you and harming you. And remember, underneath the anger, there are more vulnerable feelings. Always try to search for and welcome in the vulnerable feelings underneath the anger. If it's anger toward another person, underneath it, you may feel they don't love me, they don't care about me, they don't like me. That may or may not be true, but remember, they too are human and they have things getting in their way. Try to free yourself from the pain and the limitation of anger. Forgive yourself when you can forgive others, and we can all evolve to a higher level of being with ourselves and in relationship with one another. Learning to be forgiving to yourself and selectively being forgiving to others allows you to enter into a period of grace. Now, by grace, You know, I'm not a religious person, but I am a spiritual person. Grace is a place of harmony with yourself and with others. It's a place of harmony with your feelings, with your emotions, with your perceptions. To forgive yourself allows you to come into a place of grace with yourself. To forgive another, even if it's just in the privacy of your own thoughts and feelings, allows you to come back into harmony with yourself. Provide grace for yourself and look at the promise and the gift of forgiveness. It can be a wonderful instrument for you to use. Well, thank you. I hope you enjoyed this brief episode on the gift of forgiveness. I hope you stay safe. Wishing you well. To learn more about my work, please go to my website, MelSchwartz.com. Check out my book, The Possibility Principle. Please feel welcome to send me a comment or ask me a question. Mel at MelSchwartz.com. And please, folks, subscribe to my podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And I appreciate your rating and reviewing the podcast so other people will have an opportunity to become more aware of the Possibility Podcast. Looking forward to speaking with you again soon. Bye.